and then plug the camera into that with an HDMI cable, I think. Because the cam link is just a fancy thing, but it would be probably easier if I just do it with the USB thing. I don't even know what a cam link is. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> just planning, planning things and sharpening. Because very soon we're going down. It's less than 60 days. It's crazy. It's 58 For what? Days. Until we go to Japan. Japan. Oh, lucky. Yeah. Vacation. I'm excited. Like, after okay. going like, to TwitchCon now, I'm like even more excited. Yep, absolutely. It made me so hyped just to travel again. Oh my God. Also, knock on wood and everything, I think I dodged con flu. I, I think me too. I don't feel sick, so yeah. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, me too, which I've, is great. I've been taking vitamins for like the past two weeks, I think, because before TwitchCon, I was at a convention in Austria already. So mm. I was. Convention weekend, a couple of days home, convention weekend. Mm. But no, I'm, I'm good. I just I made feel... sure to like wash my hand quite a lot and, and uh, oh, yeah. use hand sanitizer as well. Same. Still mm. times, sometimes ate though without doing it, which I then realized later. Like on the last day when we had the, the, the cheese and uh, sausage platter for dinner and I'm just like happily scooping it up with like the bread and stuff. I'm like, I should have probably. Oh, well, uh, too late. <laughs> Yeah. I also hugged everybody that wanted hugs, so it's like, yeah, I got lucky, dodged it. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I only know one person who got sick, and 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 I almost want to say they probably didn't even get it from the convention. They probably Possibly. got it from traveling around. So uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, been, it's been good. It's been really good. You know what else is good? This seventy eighth episode of the Halcyon Frequency podcast. I'm FG, I'm a hosting, I'm here with Sui and Kiri. We were recording this very early in the morning, uh, slash late at night on the 12th of July, or rather on the 11th of July for Sui, because we're like recording across the, the um, dateline today. It's very exciting. And this episode is airing <laughs> on the 16th of July, which is kind of important probably for some of the news that we're discussing later because there's a whole bunch of developments uh, happening, slight foreshadowing here, with the acquisition of Microsoft, well, the acquisition of Blizzard by Microsoft, I should say. So that's exciting. But before we get to that, uh, spoilers, uh, how are you <laughs> this evening, Sui? I am pretty good. I had a very busy day today, um, but overall, like, not a bad day. You know, it was pretty good. I finished my first knitting project in years, which felt pretty good. Oh, that's exciting. What um, did you make? Yeah, I made a uh, oven mitt slash pot holder. It's square, so it it's really depends where you are, what you're going to call it. But it does have, like, a little slot for you to put your hand in. Um, nice. Awesome. That's awesome. I can post a picture to the Halcyon Frequency Discord server. Someone reminds me when this episode goes out. <laughs> Sounds I'll, good. I'll try to remind remind you. I will I'll I'll like to see it. it. <laughs> I'll make the listeners do it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. If, if you yeah. guys want to see it. Good. Please post it. Yeah, I want to yeah. see it. Yeah, me too. How are you this morning, Kiri? Um, I'm very hot. It's good to be back home again. Uh, there's lots of work to catch up on, though, but it's it's at least nice to sleep in my own bed. But, you know, we thought Paris, so TwitchCon was in Paris. We thought Paris was hot. It's it's hotter in Vienna. And also, I don't have AC. So, oh. 
I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Come, and there's no reprieve in sight. Mm, come here to the UK. We we literally it was it was perfect. We landed like everybody on the plane from Paris was like shorts and t-shirt because it was so hot. And then mm -hmm. we landed in the UK and we we had to walk off the plane and then walk across the tarmac for a little bit and then go into the building and we got we got literally greeted by like sideways rain. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, right. Luckily, it's not like super cold. Like I'm still actually sitting here in 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 shorts and t-shirt, but it's it's like a nice temperature. It's like 22, 23 Celsius. So like what 70 Fahrenheit? Oh, that's cold. That's I like think. winter temperatures. Oh, but no, you're in California. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's so around perfect. 75 Celsius ish. Uh, Celsius. No, uh, Fahrenheit. <laughs> Celsius would be a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Well, other than that, I'm good, though. That's awesome. That's awesome. It was really good to see you. Yeah, it was. Because really we got to hang so out good. on the weekend. Ah! Yes. Super excited. We were in the same room together. So people now have proof of photos. Uh, proof that we're not the same person. Yeah. One of us is a hired actor. Who knows? But yep. we, we were in the same room together. <gasps> oh, my God. Photos. And we even streamed together from the same booth, like, booth yeah. at TwitchCon. So there were two streaming cubicles, I guess. Mm -hmm. And you. Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, was this your guys' first time meeting each other? No. No. No, it was like... The, we wanted yeah. to meet another time in between, but, you know, COVID happened, so it was the second time. Yeah, true. Okay. You know what, though? You said that, the whole, like, you know, that people have proof, and now somebody came into my chat yesterday, and they were like, I wasn't actually sure if that was you on Sunday, because you sounded different. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, it's probably because the microphone was worse than what I have at home because, like, this microphone is like a nice microphone, right? And of course, it's not yeah, like yeah. the microphone in the in the booth was bad, but no, but different settings, I guess, and then you sound slightly different. But and we had like two minutes to set up as well. Like we couldn't. Like the only thing we tweaked was like at least on my end was volume, and then it was like go. Like I couldn't even like do a test anything yeah no there was nothing there was no time because somebody took too long looking at the people who streamed before us <laughs> mm -hmm. which is funny because we know them <laughs> oh really i wasn't even yeah i, I wasn't the, even looking at their was. shame it was nerd rage fred at least in my booth oh <laughs> yeah right so uh feel yourself there you go you got called out you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Please end your streams on time at a convention. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, at least we ended on time and stuff like that. No, but it was really good. It was, yeah. I don't think I would have enjoyed TwitchCon as much as a, like if I had just gone as a viewer. But oh yeah, as streamer for like networking and stuff, it was and and just talking to people, meeting people was really good. Yeah, for sure. I hope Vegas is going to be better also for viewers because there was just you know not really much to do. No, there wasn't. Kind much of to a bit underwhelming, honestly. Yeah, uh, they they scrapped so much of what the entertainment part of TwitchCon. Yeah, because like, mm. there was no speed running. There was there was a little bit of Twitch Rivals, but not too much. There was no esports stuff. There was no talent contest. There was no, no cosplay life content. D &D. Yeah, no live D and D. There was um, the only like sort of entertainment thing was the drag showcase, which we both missed. <laughs> yeah, but apparently it was really good again. Yeah, yeah. So I still want to see the vault. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Got to go back and watch that as well. 
uh we're gonna take a super duper short break and then we'll just talk about uh the games that we've been playing i think so uh stay tuned we will be right back with you and welcome back to the 78th episode of the halcyon frequency podcast it's still fg hosting it and uh you know what i'm gonna go in the order of who has the most games to talk about to who has the least games to talk about because for once i only have one game to talk about what so uh kiri tell me about tiny rogue yeah absolutely tiny rogues is a small indie game well actually maybe it's not a small game right but it's an indie game by one developer um it's it's a challenging fantasy roguelite bullet, bullet hell dungeon crawler in is that 8-bit graphics it looks very retro might be 8-bit yeah i think so and it's just it's it's super fun to play it's fast and i was playing it at level up convention in salzburg austria uh, because it's actually by an austrian developer and the game is already overwhelmingly positive on steam it came out in september last year as an early access game there are lots of accessibility settings which are absolutely amazing um and it's just it's just really fun so at, at the convention i played lots of indie games because it was an indie area and basically i was there to look at all of those and and showcase them and interview developers and and then on my own stream i picked out a couple and this was among them and this was my highlight of the convention because it feels even though it's an early access it feels like a fully fl flashed out game already mm. uh, so they're just gonna add more content but it's it's really cool you it reminded me a lot of binding of isaac actually gotcha 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 um, yeah it looks really cool also it's like dirt cheap it is it is like currently well okay so by the time the podcast it goes out it's not on sale anymore but then it's mm. still going to be five euros which is very cheap for a game with that amount of content mm. and replayability mm. so yeah it also you can play a run in i don't know like 20 minutes or so and it's just very entertaining if you want short fun or you want to grind it for hours you can do that as well of course yeah. very very surprising that was my my highlight and the gem of that convention i went to nice awesome that sounds good i'm definitely not buying it right now no i would never do that <laughs> taking advantage of the 20 percent discount yeah I mean, for no, three pounds 83 i mean that's you know very little that is very little exactly and i'm still looking for games to play so i might just play it as well uh, until uh, we get to dip our toes into Jagged Alliance 3. Ooh. Yeah. Very excited about that one. Yeah. I haven't good. heard about it. Mm, it's coming on, well, it's coming out on Friday, but early act, well, uh, early creator access is like tomorrow afternoon. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be yeah. interesting to check out. Um, but anyway, it's cool. Tiny Rogues uh i always like rogue lights is it rogue light or like don't don't listen to this blind but uh... <laughs> <laughs> i love it um so i didn't get to play much mm. um i i finished a run and then i had currency to unlock more characters okay i think you can unlock more as well as in rogue light okay i i don't know now so there is there's some 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 sort of meta progression even if it's just unlocking more i think so yeah because there's stuff. there's okay. like uh yeah i think there's upgrades and stuff that you can you can buy meta progression yes cool, cool. awesome very, sure very nice have fun 
Yeah, I will. That's definitely Thank you for su supporting Austrian indie devs. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, bitter, bitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, absolutely. I it, it, totally my totally totally my jam because I like localites and like that sort of stuff and like, mm. dungeon dungeon crawlers, but like the action type dungeon crawlers and that sort of stuff. So nice, awesome. Uh, so Sui, I know we've talked already about this like privately a little bit. But um, how are your adventures in Power Wash Sim going? Tell me more. Yeah, I've had a great time with Power Wash Sim. Um, I hadn't played since the Tomb Raider update that they did. It was a DLC, but it was more of an update because it was free. So I've been having fun going through the uh, updates that I haven't seen yet because they are like actively updating that game. If that's a game that you haven't touched in a long time and you have, I highly recommend seeing if they have uh any updates you haven't played because they probably do um and so i played through the final fantasy 7 one mm. which i didn't get at all because i haven't played final fantasy 7 but i was having fun anyway mm -hmm. um <laughs> and then i'm going currently through the last of like the base game bonus levels that they added mm, so you had like three or four of those and then there's the spongebob dlc that i got given a key for and i will be diving into very soon and so the thing i love up about power wash sim on my stream is i will literally just play hangman with chat the whole time and like so i have a giant list of keys that i can just give away because like years of having humble bundle monthly and uh sometimes like viewers will have humble bundle monthly they'll be like i have a huge list of stuff can i just hand it to you and i'll be like yeah sure so like i just have this massive list mm. and sometimes people will just have a key lying around they'll be like hey can i give this to you to give away and i'll be like sure so we finally dipped below 300 games on that list nice because <laughs> what i do is whoever wins um either they get a key or they get to pick someone who gets a key and it's a random key it's something that has less than a thousand reviews so it's not super popular um less than ten dollars so it's on the cheaper end so people are more likely to have bought it if it's something on their radar um lower reviews like percentage wise not necessarily meaning the game is worse but it might be and it's more of a gamble so people are less likely to buy it or take it because they might want to take something that's higher regarded or something that's like you know was made before 2008 Mm. I don't know why 2008, 2010, somewhere in there, like, those games are really old. No one's probably going to pick that if they could pick anything they want from the list. So I'm trying to, like, weed out those games people aren't going to necessarily pick if they get to pick anything they want from that list, which is, like, a uh, channel point redemption I have. So it's been really good for that. But what's funny is people can like push the key onto someone else. I'm like, oh, if you win, you got until I finish reading the description of the game to tell me who gets it if it's not you. And then they get given the key and they have to figure out what to do with it. <laughs> nice. Because like it's at the end of the day, it's just a game key. Like it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, so much. it's just a fun little game and it's been fun awesome that's yeah, cool i dipped my toes into the um, the spongebob uh dlc already and it's uh it's quite good like it's it's good Ooh, i'm excited I, like if you if you watch spongebob like if it's something that you watch as a child growing up which i didn't because i was like already 
you know, an adult when SpongeBob came out, basically. Um, it is, it is, like, it, they, they did a really good recreation of the SpongeBob, like, cartoon inside the game. I wonder, because I, I, I haven't actually played it, but they recently remastered um, Battle for Bikini Bottom, right? So I wonder if they just got, like, assets from that. I haven't played that game though. Like I, I, that just came up like in my like in my mind. Like whether or not maybe maybe that's why it looks because it looks really 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 good. It's a bit disorienting as at first when you like look up because it's like the sky is a bit fishbowly, but you get used to it quite quickly. Um, mm -hmm. But it is definitely yeah. It was it was quite quite good. Um, no spoilers, of course. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, SpongeBob is childhood so <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're the perfect age for it exactly yeah yeah i'm on the last yeah. i'm on the last level which is the biggest level of the uh dlc of course so good stuff i'm also really looking forward to the warhammer dlc like that's gonna be so good oh just cleaning like i don't know what they're gonna do but like anything in warhammer is gonna be hilarious to do um just giant like ships and stuff like that. It's gonna be it's very interesting. It's a very interesting crossover that I never like thought would happen like that. But apparently, you know, it's a thing. Of course, <laughs> very very nice. Okay, um, Kiri, yes. tell me because I think I want to say I talked about this when I was on the podcast last. So tell me about your impressions of Kingdom Eighties. Oh, absolutely, yes. So if you talked about it already, I'm going to keep it short then. Mm, um, yep. uh, Kingdom 80s. I, I realized while playing it that I've mostly watched other people play Kingdom games. Mm. And I played Kingdom's Classic for like two hours and that's it. I haven't played more and none of the others, which is really funny. Mm. But I really enjoyed the the, the type of game. Mm. So I had a lot of fun with this. Um, 80s, obviously, you know, set in the 80s, lots of references. I missed about, I don't know, 90% of them, I guess. <laughs> it was really funny because I'm from the 90s and I, I know some things, right? Mm. But mostly it was just me enjoying the gameplay and the chat, chat pointing out all the references and what they mean. <laughs> and it was it was so funny because even even afterwards, Mystery, <laughs> Mystery came home from work and he was watching my stream that day. And, and he said, I can't believe you got the reference with Back to the Future and the shark. And like, <laughs> no, I didn't. What do you mean? What, shark? What? Um, so apparently I must have said something that made it look like it got the reference, but I, I didn't, I had no clue what he was talking about. So <laughs> good stuff, but gameplay was really fun. I enjoyed it. It was, it was a good Kingdoms game. Um, didn't take too long. Uh, yeah, I'd need some accessibility settings. Mm. It, it was okay to play, um, because I also zoomed in a bit. I think that's what you told me, right? Oh, I zoomed all the way out, actually. For me, zooming in was oh. very bad. I had to zoom out all the way. Okay, funny, because it started zoomed out all the way, but then the water reflection, which looks gorgeous, by the way, was half the screen. Mm. And then and then the background, the uh, the sky with the clouds was also moving. And that was also like that, I don't know, maybe a third of the stream. Oh, no, that's more, a quarter of the stream. Oh, um, so there was lots of, lots of moving stuff that... I didn't, I couldn't see a radio, I couldn't look at. Mm. Uh, so I had to zoom in a bit and then it was okay. Interesting. But yeah, so see, for me, like being super zoomed in and then having the camera like move it itself around 
a lot. That was really bad for me. Like I needed the horizon in the background to make it like make yeah. it work. I understand that too. But yeah, <laughs> no, I I had to zoom in because the reflection movement was just too much. Mm. But yeah, no, overall really, really fun game. I love the 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 cutscenes. Because there were so many story cutscenes in there and they were really well made. Mm. That's true, yeah. I wish they would have been voice acted though, but yeah 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 very enjoyable uh eight hours of my life yeah same same i really enjoyed it as well it was a fun game yeah. to play if you want to dive into a kingdoms game and you maybe not like fantasy going going and doing the 80s one is uh, a good option sui yeah. a little to the left so a little to the left <laughs> recently came out to with a dlc the cupboards and drawers dlc mm, okay. um i don't know if any either of you looked at it at all i didn't play the dlc i've only played the demo for it and it drove me absolutely mad mm, <laughs> i i finished a little to the left and i'm still working on the get 100 dailies achievement i'm at like 70 now i think I, I have the DLC. I haven't played it yet, but I'm so looking forward to it because I just love it. Yeah, I really enjoyed the DLC. So I played through the full game mm. and I played the DLC and then I went back and tried to find all those alternate solutions. I did have to have chat give me a hint and get me there a couple times, but overall I had a really good time with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really nice. don't know what else to say. Like, it was a good time. Like, some of the puzzles, I did manage to glitch the game out once, had to reset a puzzle. But I mean, that's kind of just puzzle games sometimes that you just have mm. to reset a puzzle. So yeah, no, I've 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 realized because I played the demo for that, and then somebody gifted me, um, unpacking for my birthday. As cute as those games are, I am I have realized they're not for me. They're 100% not for me. It's, they just drive me absolutely mad. <laughs> no, they're, they're really great for my neurodivergence. I, I just love that. It's so good. See what see what I hate? Um, I mean, this is, this is not a little to the left. This is talking about unpacking. But you know what I hate about unpacking? You have the boxes and you take out the items one by one. I hate it. I just want them all lined up and then put them away. I hate mm. having to take them out of a box and then not knowing what comes up. So I can't already like prearrange it. And then I have to oh, like that. And then I have to move stuff around to make it fit. And that just drives me absolutely mad. I just want to shove stuff in and move on. <laughs> Which is why <laughs> I've realized these games are not for me. <laughs> you know, because that's not that's not the point of the game, so to speak. Like the point of the game is to sit down and like design it like in a, you know, like make a cozy spot for yourself and the character and whatnot. I just I just this just not for me. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's what I've realized. <laughs> obviously now i have to go back at some point to unpacking and finish it for the for the achievements but uh yeah <laughs> not for me it's not a game for me let's say it that way <laughs> that's fair it doesn't need to be no 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 um even though i really like the idea of those games and i like that like there's a a market for these types of games i i think i think for my brain for my neurodivert uh divergent brain um Stuff like Power Wash Sim and Vistra Cleanup Detail, they tickle my brain better than than those puzzle league type games. Vistra oh, mm. Cleanup Detail made me so sick. Because I can't play oh, no. it. 
of the FOV and stuff like that or um the fact okay so the thing that the reason that power washing sim doesn't make me sick is i can like lock my camera and then have my movements be separate from my camera mm, yeah 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 true um you cannot do that in viscera no but you don't have to do as much of the the throwing Every single time I throw something, it makes me a little bit sick. Oh, it's the throwing. Gotcha. Because I was saying, like, when you're cleaning in Vistra, you don't have to do the whole move your entire screen around. Because I know what you mean with power wash sim. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's the throwing. Yeah, fair enough. No, I'm glad I can play that game because that game's Oh, God. That tickles my brain. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, All right. Kiri... Ender's Dungeon, which we both just played last Sunday together. Yeah. Tell me. Ender's Dungeon. Um, I've talked about this already on the podcast because while the game is not out yet, there have been several open devs um, where you could play the game for like a weekend or maybe a week to, to try it, test it, provide feedback as well. It was supposed to release already, but they postponed it to October. And it's a twin stick shooter tower defense wave defender game i guess yeah co-op you can play single player or co-op and we played co-op at twitchcon mm -hmm. um I, I really like it it's yeah i didn't notice anything new really and there were still bugs in there but immediately after stream i went to the developer and said hey you know this this happened and this happened so mm. it is definitely not finished yet so i'm glad they postponed it but especially in multiplayer this this is going to be so much fun. It was really, really also fun. Like, yeah. yeah, I also like the art style and just the vibe it has. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I do have to say, like, the version that we played on Sunday was probably the smoothest I've ever played, like, of that, that of mm -hmm. Endless Dungeon. Like, it was very, like, it was like, there was it wasn't laggy, it was not stuttery. It was very, I, I, even like the, I feel like they've refined, like, the animations and stuff as well. Like, it feels... No, it felt very smooth. Could be. Yeah. They said it was a more polished version. So yeah, yeah, definitely. They are still working on it. Yeah, they're, they're doing the thing. Yeah. Cool. cool, cool it's cool. just, yeah, it's really cool. There's yeah. gonna be more characters as well, and and just more more items, more bosses. Um, I'm just looking forward to seeing the rest of this. Really. All right. I I uh, I also have a game to talk about. Normally, it's like FG has like 50 bajillion games to talk about, but. Either I've played what others have just talked about recently, and then I also didn't stream for a couple of days because of TwitchCon, and I've, I've just been going back to older games as well. Um, so uh, don't really need to talk about RimWorld again. <laughs> but what is RimWorld? I know, right? Like, what is, what is this game? Yeah. Tell me more, Gary. <laughs> so uh, the one game that I have to talk about is a game called Forever Skies. came out um, on the 22nd of June, so it's been out for... A bit. I played the demo of this during a Steam Next Fest. I want to say last October, um, and the game's now out in early access. It's a post-apocalyptic survival game. Uh, it's kind of like Raft meets Subnautica, but uh, you fly through the sky. So um, you have to hit up different points of interest, and you can fight blueprints, and you can build up. You're flying around in an airship, so you can like make your airship better, and you can like get you know ways to make water and food and all that sort of stuff and you can make your ship bigger and you can add more turbines and lift and all that sort of stuff um it's really fun 
I really enjoyed it. It's a really fun survival game. Um, it's I'm not sure if it's currently yeah it's single player only. Um, there will yeah. be car up eventually, but car uh, car up does right now does not exist yet. But they're working on it. It's on the roadmap and stuff. Um, it's it's uh it, I really enjoyed it. I had a great time with it. I played through I played it for six hours and I played through all of the story content because uh, basically most of the story content isn't in yet. So that you get you get to a, to where the story actually really starts and then that's where the story content ends. Unfortunately, there's still a lot of stuff to like look at overall and stuff to um investigate in terms of like getting like blueprints and and other things like that um but the story content right now is is about yeah it's uh, about six hours but it's really fun uh if you like raft and or subnautica you'll enjoy this as well it also has the voice from subnautica which is just obviously an ai voice that everybody can use but it has the same voice so it's the same voice uh yelling at you again to hydrate and, and eat and all that sort of stuff i know i love it it's quite funny um and yeah it's really fun it's like basically you come back to earth so this takes place on earth that's been like ravaged by an ecological disaster and a virus and that sort of stuff and then the story is quite a bit more horror than subnautica and raft so fair warning it gets it gets a bit spoopy but you don't really get too much into the spoopy part because that's then when the story ends. There is combat in this. Um, the combat isn't in yet, really, uh, because the the actual enemies that will attack you, that's like when the story bit ends. <laughs> it's a bit weird to to talk about right now. But um, yeah, I had I had a really good time with it and playing it. And I'm looking forward to it being uh, finished. So yeah, if you want, if, if you want a good survival-y, uh baseballing mobile base building game um forever skies should definitely be on your watch list i i'm not sure if i would say like buy it right now i mean you can it's 20 percent off so it's on sale again um so you, you can probably spend i know some people have spent like 20 hours unlocking every like blueprint thing in there that you can that you um you know if you want to do that but um, definitely put it on your watch list and uh, yeah i really really enjoyed it. it's obviously not perfect yet storms need tweaking and like the repair system is kind of eh um yeah <laughs> i didn't like the repair system yeah it's very <laughs> odd but um like the base building is really fun because you you basically build a base like in subnautica with different levels but it's all mobile because it's uh it's your airship it's really cool so it's like it's like raft uh but it's like subnautica you base building but i mean i suppose in raft you can do that as well but yeah it's 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 really cool i i really enjoyed it um, yeah, I I only did like four hours because I wanted to wait until the multiplayer is in. Yeah, because I I got like four hours in. And I was like, I'm gonna have so much more fun with this in multiplayer. Like, I don't really want to like touch it too much in single player. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's total, totally fair. I'd say <clears throat> to to just wait and see and then go. Uh, go from there, for sure. But it's uh, it's one to watch out for if you um, if you like these types of games for sure. Where... Oh, definitely. I liked the vibes to it. It had very, it was very atmospheric in a good way. Yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure. Man, we got through the through the uh, game section real quickly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That that's what happens when FG isn't really um, really home and. 
uh, ready to talk about yeah. play all the games and stuff like that. But, I also didn't play much, so yeah, we've been traveling. Yeah, yeah, and I'm 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 like super busy the next two weeks. I have I I have another thing this weekend, and then next week I'll be gone for like one and a half days, and I'm definitely skipping out on on streaming on Wednesday. I might do half stream on Thursday. I don't know. It depends on when I'm home again. So it's like, I'm actually gone. I'm doing things. It's like, what? Very. Yeah. Mm. I took a week off sick. Mm, recently, mm. Super recently. So like, I've only been playing Power Wash Sims since I got back. But a little mm. to the left was right before I got sick. So I was like, I might as well just talk about that too. Yeah. You know, like. Absolutely. Um, and it was, okay, the worst part about the illness was, is I didn't feel that bad. I just had intense fatigue, right? And so, like, I felt guilty for not doing anything. But at the same time, like, I'd be up for a couple hours, like, maybe watch a few YouTube videos, and then I was out. <laughs> so. Yeah, fun times. Fun times. <sighs> you uh, say that. Yeah, but what is also fun times is this podcast. And we'll be back uh, just after the short break. And then we've got really big news to uh to talk about so uh yeah stick around we'll be right back with the 78th heckin episode of this podcast so we'll see you shortly and welcome back to the 78th episode of the halcyon frequency up uh, update podcast sure whatever i've definitely not already done this intro once but you know what i'm gonna leave it in like this <laughs> because somebody set us up the bomb to quote a very old meme uh in the person of uh, of arch because apparently american dates are mean anyways <laughs> I'm going to leave it uh, cryptic like that. Um, and we're going to jump right into the news. And this is the big news. This big, 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 big freaking news that um, came out like yesterday. Microsoft, uh, Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. First in the UK. And then there was also an FTC investigation. But all of, well, not all of that, but some of that has been resolved now. So basically the FTC filed that um if microsoft takes over activision blizzard um you know basically they, it, it was just a question of is this then too much monopoly and all that sort of stuff and and will they then like not put like there was a whole this whole thing of like not putting call of duty on like playstation all that sort of stuff like it was kind of a messy thing but basically um there was a ruling um a judge has ruled in that case and um, the judge has decided to allow um, Microsoft committed to putting Call of Duty also on PlayStation and other systems for at least the next 10 years on parity with like what they release on Xbox because that was the worry there for, for a while that you know Call of Duty would only be on Xbox and that like, they would sort of create a monopoly that way. But because they said, no, we're not going to do that in writing. So it's like, you know, it's like a legally binding thing. And the the court basically, or the judge then basically decided, well, if they put it out on more systems, so this is actually a good thing. So basically um, the judge denied the FTC's claim that this was, you know, a bad thing, that this is, um, you know, creating a monopoly and that sort of stuff. So Microsoft's acquisition is no longer blocked by the FTC. That went through. And then as a result of that, there's also now been progress in the uk because the uk regulators blocked the acquisition as well 
but as a result of the, the the ruling in the US, I mean, it doesn't quite say that way, but like basically, you know, that was the next step. They um, paused the ongoing like legal battle that was going on to like renegotiate and open negotiations again. So um, yeah, the whole the whole acquisition is um, moving forward quite a bit more. So originally there was like a court date set for the whole UK thing for the end of this month. Yeah, that's been suspended so far and they're just um, gonna talk more. So uh, Call of Duty will probably be uh, <laughs> will be accessible in the UK in the future as well. Because that was apparently like the whole big thing. Like if they would pull pull out of that deal, the UK and that sort of stuff, like if they would not allow this, um, there was like this worry that uh, Microsoft will pull like Call of Duty away from the UK and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, all all good. Um, so uh, that's moving forward, uh, and hopefully Microsoft. Uh, there's there's like this is one part of me that really wants Microsoft to buy Activision Blizzard because part of the deal is that Kodak is gone, and then that would be amazing. <laughs> like that's the one reason why I want this deal to go through, because hot damn, that would be great. Get that, get that. I, I, I th there's so many there's so many swear words that are swimming around in my so many head. Words, I, yeah. I just don't mm -hmm. want to say it, but. Get them out of here. Like, hot damn, just go. And uh, yeah, um, we, we're a step closer to that. So that's quite, quite exciting. And we'll see uh, how it how it moves on from here now. But Sui, you wanted to say something. Yeah, I was going to say, I just want the management to change there. And like, that gives a good opportunity for management and culture and stuff to change, which I am happy about. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is the UK the last yeah. uh, like block basically for the deal, right? It is, yeah. Because the EU yeah, okay. for some reason actually said, yeah, this is okay. It mm -hmm. was really funny. The the EU said, yeah, okay. The FTC were like, eh, and then there was that thing. And then and then uh the UK were like, no oh! <laughs> Yeah. That that's 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 wild. We live in wild wild times. <laughs> I think that's gonna go through now. I think so too. Yeah. If, if yeah. the UK is really the last the last fort basically mm. against this, yeah, I don't think, I don't so, think either. so. Yeah, but you know what? I, yeah, as I said, I I think it's actually a good thing. And like overall, um, Microsoft's been really hands off. Most it feels like mostly they've been cut quite hands off with mm -hmm. what's been kind of going on. Um, but like at the same time it also feels like that's why starfield got like postponed you know earlier because it wasn't ready yet because microsoft is like yeah no we you know so i feel like it's mostly hands off but they're still making sure that the product is good which i, I i'm i think this is a good thing <laughs> we like a good product I, yeah exactly yeah. exactly i'm yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it um Hopefully, and then hopefully, no, no more stupid Bobby Kotick ever again. That will be oh, yeah. hashtag the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about things to look forward to, Kiri, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, that ties in with, with Blizzard Activision, right? So in Diablo 4, the first season was announced. It's going to start on the 20th of July, which is Thursday. And I'm very excited there's a, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's an announcement trailer, like another Blizzard cinematic. And it's so cool. 
I love it. <laughs> so if you haven't watched the announcement trailer yet, doesn't matter if you want to play the game or not, go and watch it. It's really good. Gotcha. Um, so, yep. What is a Diablo season? That's a good question. Because um, lots of people didn't know it and they were very upset about it. So in Diablo, there's the campaign and you play that. And after that, it's just grinding for new and better gear until infinity basically you just grind for better gear uh, a new mm -hmm. season gives you in, in diablo 4 it gives you a new quest line a new power a new boss battles a new gear so there's always something new that they add to the game but in order to play the season you have to start a new character and mm -hmm. even even money and your chest with all the items and gems that you had in there that is account wide you don't have access to it it's basically a, a parallel world kind of that you start so you start over, although once you've completed the campaign in normal mode, I'm going to say, you could just skip the campaign for the story, uh, for the season, which is actually good because you don't want to play the campaign again. You just want to go and do the season stuff. Mm -hmm. So make sure you finish the campaign before the season start starts and make sure that you collect all the altars of Lilith because that carries over. But that's the only thing that carries over. So you start a new character. You don't have anything and so many people were upset about this because they didn't know that that's a thing in Diablo. And they were upset that they're going to lose their character that they now just leveled and, you know, basically finished with a gear and everything. But that's just a typical Diablo thing. But, but that's going to be cool. And then the first season has that. For the second season, they already said they're going to add that gems will be moved into the, the materials inventory, basically, so it doesn't clog up your actual inventory. So there's always something new that they add to a season, but every season you have to start with a new character. And honestly, it's fun because there's also balancing changes for every class, really. So, you know, maybe you want to try out a new class because that class is the best for that season, for example. And in Diablo 4, there's also going to be a season pass, but they, they now explain that it's actually going to be only cosmetics in the paid version. Cosmetics and the platinum in-game currency. So it's mm. definitely not... Pay the pay to win. That's good. That is awesome. That's yeah. good. Sounds good. Yeah. So I'm I'm really really excited about it because so far they've kept their promises. So I I hope it it's going to continue for the seasons to come as well, and not just for the first couple, so that people are not upset. Let's let's hope that stays that way. Yeah, fingers crossed for sure. Like so far, like I I feel like everybody. Like overall, Diablo Four has been received rather well, hasn't it? Like I don't, I don't think I've anybody heard, I've heard anybody say anything like bad about it. Nothing completely bad. It's just you know people who haven't played Diablo Three before were really upset about the season and having to start mm. a new character. Um, yeah, but that's like the same in Path of Exile. Like it's the same. That's how it works in all of these games. I yeah, maybe know. they're new to action RPGs. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I've, I've heard a couple of complaints about Endgame and with some I agree because it, some things seem a bit lackluster and can definitely be improved. Mm. But also, it's a new game now and we know that more stuff is going to come with the seasons so I'm expecting them to just change that as time goes on. So I'm not too upset right now about this. It's, yeah, sure, there could be improvements but I know we're going to get them. Um, and there's actually a rather big faction of of Diablo players, but not Diablo 4 players, who don't like that you can't play it offline. So they, mm. they don't want other people running around, they don't want the shared map, they don't want the world bosses, because obviously if you don't have time during the world bosses, you will not get to fight the world boss. 
Gotcha, and so yeah, that's okay. somewhat understandable. Yeah. But it's also the features that I actually love most about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's there's a lot of hardcore Diablo fans who are upset about the uh, online shared map thing. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Which I can somewhat understand. Always online yeah. is not always great, but at the same time, I, I also feel too. like, unfortunately, that's, you know, wh where we're headed anyways. Yes. And they yeah, made a big definitely. deal about this as well. Like, this is, this is, I feel like it's part of Diablo 4, like, you know, like, it, it's it's part of the Diablo 4 world, kind of, like, that, mm -hmm. that you have these shared events, almost like an MMO in a way. Hmm. Gotcha, though. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I I I'm just like this is you know this of course I'm just clarifying this for the listeners I've never I've not played Diablo 4 at all except for the betas I'm not really an ARPG fan which is why I'm asking these like maybe to somebody who's more into Diablo 4 like I'm asking these new questions so uh, yeah I'm coming that's, that's I'm coming from fine. a place of wanting to know because I'm not really into into that whole thing but good to know and then we have one last somewhat personal thing so uh go yes. for it kiri <laughs> yeah so um uh, uh, yeah <laughs> i hope that it's actually going to be announced by the time you'll listen to this um you might have heard of a game that's called gord g-o-r-d that's coming out in august um it's a dark fantasy strategy game uh i know fg you've also played the demo right during mm -hmm. the next fest yep. for it so there was a demo available during the next fest. I played it. I loved it. Um, but also, this is very special and exciting for me because um, uh, the developer Covenant Dev, together with the publisher Team Seventeen, they're adding Twitch drops to the game um, with subjects, as they call them. So a handful of streamers worldwide have been selected to be in the game, and you might know where this is headed. They asked me, and I'm in the game. So I'm very excited about this. Yes, it is super cool. There's unfortunately it's it's in like medieval times, so I don't have blue hair and I don't have glasses, and it's <laughs> actually really hard to recognize me because all the all the subjects is also wearing some kind of hood cap. Um, but if you've got a picture of the subject and a picture of me next to each other, you know that it's definitely my facial features, um, and there's voice acting included, not actually um words and sentences but lots of uh i don't know how to call that actually that's probably a professional term for it but just you know grunts screams um that kind of thing so you know you pick <laughs> up something heavy and like go <clears throat> and and so on um so i had a great time recording this and i'm just so excited to see that in the game so yeah once once the game releases twitch drops will be available and you can actually get a 2d kiri in the game and then play with her. Nice. And I was so excited. That is awesome, yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's really cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I am also allowed to talk about this. I'm not in the game, but uh the event I'm going to next week is a Gort preview event and there's shenanigans shall be happening. That's all I can yeah. say. Because I don't actually know what's gonna happen yet either. But I'm I'm, uh, I'm, I'm missing traveling. that sadly because yeah. it's not worth it to travel to to England for like two days. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I know. I'm really. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited and. Uh, I'm sending my alter ego to check it out for me. Yeah, so thank I'm you, And uh, <laughs> mystery's alter ego Lex is also going because uh, they let us bring plus ones, which is really really cool. So I'm excited. Just for pretend, that. pretend you're me, please. 
does that mean I have to put a blue streak in my hair? No, you don't. Okay. Although it would look good. To be fair, I'm actually coloring my hair tomorrow, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, what color? Uh, I, I haven't quite decided yet, but I'm going to, I might do blue and purple or blue and magenta or something like that. Oh, like exciting. Colors. Yeah. Be I've been wanting to put pastel pink in my hair forever. Do it. Do it. It's, you honestly, really dark hair. It, it's so mm. helpful for conventions when you have a camp. Like I, here, people <laughs> constantly, it's like, oh, I recognize you from your blue hair. It's like, okay. Yes. I, see. I was a beacon. I yeah. could just walk through the... Like at the other convention, I walked through the indie area and people would just come up to me because they recognized me. Yeah. And at TwitchCon, I was just standing there chilling, really. And people would come up to me like, oh, yeah, I recognize you. You're Didi Kiri. It's like, yes, yeah, it's it works. Super helpful. Honestly, as a streamer, it's <laughs> like, yeah, you got to do it. Yep. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that brings us already to the end of this episode. We were like super fast, but that's also because we're a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit strapped for time. Uh, but I think that's okay. Sometimes, you know, short and sweet is also good. Thank you so much, Sui and Kiri, for joining me in this uh, on this episode. Um, Thank Sui, you, FG, for hosting it. Yeah, I, I'm trying, try, doing my best here. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, Sui, where can we find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitch, S-U-W-E-Y, YouTube at Sui. Um, and then I'm at Sui Streams everywhere else, pretty much everywhere. Awesome. And Kiri, where can we find you? The easiest way to find me is to go to 2dkiri.com and you've got all my links there. Perfect. And I've been your host, FG, aka FG Squared. Uh, you can find me at fgsquared.tv. Um, you can find this podcast everywhere you can listen to podcasts. If it's not on there, shout at blind IRL to add it. Uh, you can also find us on halcyonfrequency.com. And this has been Halcyon Frequency oh. signing off. Yes. No, we're not signing off yet. Yes. No, 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 no. We have something else we need to talk about that we completely forgot about. We That's have true. a game jam going soon. True. Good TM. point. Yes. <laughs> So that's a good point. Yep, that's a very good point. Join the I, Halcyon Dis Frequency Discord server to learn more about it. Exactly. I know Jess and Drongo I've talked about in the last episode, but absolutely, if you only hear, hear this one, for example, we're hosting a game jam at the end of July. More infos on the Discord. Perfect. All right. So this has been Halcyon Frequency. <laughs> <laughs> once again, once again, this has been us. Um... And uh, yeah, this is my house and frequency. We're signing off. Uh, I was like super in the jam and now I've completely lost it. So uh, <laughs> don't change the dial and all those things. Also, thanks to Peter, Paul and uh, Peter, Paul and Paul Mile. There we go for the music. This was the super scuffed ending to this not so scuffed podcast. I will talk to you all next week.